Hey, Volume Up listeners. We took a break from recording the podcast due to the holiday here in the U.S., but we couldn't wait for you to hear our interview with Gloria Williams, CEO of Foot Nanny. Please listen to her amazing story about entrepreneurship, her thoughts on wellness, her relationship with the Oprah Winfrey, and how she launched the Foot Nanny brand. We'll be back next week. Okay, so today on the podcast, I can already feel the energy. We've got Gloria Williams, who's the founder and CEO of Foot Nanny, a line of premium lotions, soaks, and oils focused strictly on, you guessed it, the feet, which she believes should be part of everyone's daily self-care regimen. So Gloria, welcome to Volume Up by the Tees. Thank you. I am ready to turn the volume up. All right. Get this going. I'm excited. (laughs) Let's do it. All right. So the foot nanny story, we certainly have done our homework on you. We know as much as the internet will tell us about you. Um, but I, I love your story. Um, you know, your mom from the South Montgomery, Alabama, and she was, it sounded like she was the one that would, people would come to when they needed a little TLC. And so tell us about how you got started in the industry and a bit of your background. Okay. So, um, I'm the only girl in the family. I have three brothers and I think that's what really, uh, put me in the position to be the smartest one. Uh-huh. So right. <laughs> growing up in the family, I grew up, my father and, and my mother are from the South and we grew up in a suburb of Chicago, which is Dixmore, Illinois, similar to a little Mayberry with a little diversity. Okay. Got it. Okay. So I, I would say to start this off, to let you understand that my story, my roots of where I came from and what I saw on a day-to-day basis is pretty much why I am who I am today. I don't have the struggle as far as, oh my God, you know, we had to walk 10 miles and all. No, I don't have that. I don't have the, oh my God, it was corruption over here, fighting in dirty streets. And I don't have all that. I am just the girl who grew up in the suburbs, who family was, everybody was, African-American on my street, I would say, but our mayor was Caucasian. I say this for a reason. You'll see down the line. Mayor was Caucasian and our, uh, the man who plowed the snow with John, we knew his family. So I kind of, I didn't have a lot of this thing that's going on now. So it's, uh, it was new to me. Uh, once I got out of my small town, my mom is from Alabama. Like you said, the South, my grandmother had the old fashioned remedies of doing the rub down and the scrub downs. And they truly believe with the touch, if they touch you, you felt better. Everybody pretty much had some of that going in their family somewhere. Mm. My mother, my grandmother passed to my mother. My mother passed to me on a natural basis. It's what I thought, it's what I grew up with. So in the neighborhood, and when anybody would feel bad in Dixmore, Illinois, they would call my mother because she was from Hmm. the South. And then she would go around and do things like, oh, Gloria, come on, let's go. You know, start with the feet. She always wanted me to rub the feet. And I was like, (laughs) and they couldn't explain things back then, I guess, because we weren't allowed as children. I'm 56. So we weren't allowed to ask. You just shut up and just do it. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you got to the point that you wanted to ask questions, it was time for you to get a job and get out the house. So she would say, start with the feet and everybody would feel so good. And when my father was in the doghouse, he would come home and he would do her feet. He's like, I soak her feet. And they had salt, like table salt. And I would see him run the ba- basin, pour the salt in there, 
soak her feet for a while till the water got cool, scrape off that dead callus with his little pocket knife. It was real crazy, but it was real simple. It was very simple, <laughs> but she would look so happy. And I think I stuck with that happiness because mm. there was a lot of arguing in my house with my my father. He, you didn't know what he was going to come home and say. Like he might be like ah, pissed off and come off. So when it was something really nice and happy, I, I just like, oh my God, I love this peace and quiet. So that's pretty much how I got started. And someone referred my name when I turned 18, someone referred my name to a nail school. They asked me to, you know, hey, you want to go to a nail school, beauty school? I was like, not now, not now. So then I put it off for a while. And then finally I went on and I, I took it. And I said, well, how long, how long is the course? And they said, nails is nine weeks. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I did have background in business because in high school, we studied all that. You know, you either a teacher, a nurse, a woman was a teacher, a nurse, or what's the third one? We were a secretary, one of the three. Mm. So I had all that under my belt, except for I was going to be a nurse. Well, I went to nail school and under my belt, I was working downtown Chicago as administrative assistant. I was about 21 then. And uh, I saw my boss, how happy she was, you know, throughout that process of getting her nails done and coming back to the job on lunch break, being happy. And then I said, you know what? I'm just going to keep this nail thing going. And I made more in one day than I made in a week. I said, well, I can talk. I can, I can polish nails. I can rub feet. I can do whatever I want. And I don't even have to get on a train and ride downtown. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> One day of work week, I'll take the nails. And that's how I started. Wow. That's amazing. I love the energy that you have for the industry. And I love mm-hmm. your story. I mean, that is fantastic because, you know, I too was, was from the generation of, yeah, you just do right. Mom yeah. and dad say, do it. You're not asking any questions, but that journey kind of brought you to where you are today. So congrats on that. And congrats on that energy that you have. I mean, I can tell you love what you do. Yeah. You know, it's just when you have the energy that I have and growing up the way I grew up, your teacher, I, I always had this thing about thinking too fast. I would think of hmm. and solve the problem way before everybody else. Well, back then they didn't have the advancement like they have now. Oh, we're going to send it to a Montessori school. No, it was shut up and wait till all the other students are finished and then <laughs> you'll move on, right? But now, you know, I look back, I said, well, every time I got advanced, whole nother story, I would always get pushed forward to go faster. Like, well, we want to advance, Gloria. In fifth grade, they want to put me in six. My father would say no. My mother would say yes. Well, Mm -hmm. if my brother hears this, he needs to hear it. So I learned in my 40s that what happened to me then was because my brother was the junior. He was above me and he didn't want me to pass him up. I see. Well, you know those family funerals when yep. they come out? Yes. <laughs> see, I don't think my white friends talk about that. <laughs> my black friends talk about it, but my white friends, they don't talk about that. But when I say it, they go, oh my God, yes. You know, maybe yeah. it's but it all comes out. You it know, does. so it's just, my story is pretty much what happens to you in the past pretty much drives your future and where you are now. If you look back, you know, come on, you can look back. <laughs> Yeah, no doubt. I mean, those, those values that are instilled mm-hmm. at a young age and talk yeah. to you over and over again, they stick with you, oh right? God. So yes, in the back of your mind, it's there. So tell me about 
uh, if we pivot a little bit, why, you know, when back when you were kind of at your, your administrative assistant days and you were still doing the nails on the side, why do people keep coming back to you? Like what, what makes, what makes a great pedicure? What great, a great nail technician? First of all, you have to really know how to smooth out your, the callus. Okay. And you have to really get to the point. You have to make, it's from the part point of you putting your feet in the water and it feels so good that that's like, oh, that's the start. If the water's too cold, ah, yeah. you want that. Mm. Yes, not, I never run water while somebody's feet is sitting there. That's tacky to me. That's not okay. professional level. Got you it. want somebody that, oh, would you like a, okay, you want a pedicure? Okay, well, okay. If they ask you to choose a color, that's fine. But you want that bubble, that presentation, the suds, the salts, you know, the whole thing. Yeah. And yeah. I always pick the best pedicure. If you pick the most expensive one, you're going to get a good one because you're going to make them work. You're going to okay. make them work. Mm-hmm. Good advice. Scrub Jeff. it and rub it. A scrub. You need a scrub and a rub. Look at, look at you. Me, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, I need one desperately. So no, talking like about would... this is making me upset because I need I one. I got you. Where are you at? Where are you? Where are you located? <laughs> I'm in LA. So. Okay. So I have a, we'll get to that part. I got a salon yep. in Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's make that happen. I'm, yes. I'm down. I guess. <laughs> Speaking of making things happen, I mean, you talked a little bit about this, your trajectory, um, working one day versus one week, the sort of net out being nails is where it's at. Oh, yeah. How the heck did you get connected to a one Ms. Oprah Winfrey? Okay. So I decided that after doing nails for so many years, I have been doing it for at least 15 years by then. I was working downtown uh, at a, a Gold Coast salon. It was in a Four Seasons building. I was the manager of all 35 nail techs. So I was bringing in for my personal self, six figures a year for me. The department bought six figures a month. I was first. I was the boss, you know, the lead. So I was booked first. I overheard someone, and it's just a small, I'm just telling y'all this to let you understand Mm -hmm. your listeners. Mm -hmm. The smallest things of where you're standing, where you're sitting, and who you meet and hear is so major. So I happened to be sitting at my desk, which I'm the boss, so I sat on the end. <laughs> Somebody was standing there whispering, hey, did you know Oprah had a spot? I said, what the hell did they just say? <laughs> so then the girl asked him, I, I know who the two people were, I never forget them, I never forget them. So they go, he, she goes, oh, are you gonna try for it? He said, yeah, I'm gonna go for it. I said, well, hell, I'm gonna go for it too. I don't know what they're talking about. So mm-hmm. I, I Googled, you know, I looked around. Um, yep. We just had a little Google going in, yes. Okay, so I'm looking around like, oh my God, oh my God. This was like in 2008, 2007, somewhere in there. So I'm looking around, looking around. And um, I found the salon, the salon, the number to the Harpo Studios. It was Oprah show, I guess, then on Harpo Studios, whichever one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I called and they said, yeah, let's transfer you to the spot. So I set up, I kept at them. I didn't want to be a stalker. <laughs> important but that was a goal to to do her service you know i said like, oh my god i'm oh, yeah. working there who was in there let me tell you something it took me two years to get in there because the right. place i was working they wanted that space inside of their annoyance to me and then i couldn't go and i'm like what is going on it's always something blocking you'd be surprised who blocking you from your next step could be mm. your co-work, could be your co-anchor you know right here Never- <laughs> Jeffrey, she might want to keep you here. And yeah, no, he's awful. He sucks. No, you don't. (laughs) don't. 
So depends I on the day. <laughs> two years went by. I did get in. I had to end up leaving my job because they wouldn't let me work there. They're like, no, you can't work there. I said, on my off day? No. I said, something's going on. Mm. So anywho, mm-hmm. that person, so I finally got in, got an interview uh, that first time. They said no. And then the next time, it was the following year that I got in. I had my own place. And I worked there for three years as a freelancer. Okay. And so I did all the producers, anybody who needed something done. I did that. Me and some more nail techs. One day after three years, Oprah walks in. I said, in the name of Jesus, she's at the door. Jesus, help me, Father God. So I'm working on her PR, uh, her um, her uh, publicist nails. And so mm-hmm. we heard her voice and we both froze like, eh, right? I'm looking over and the girl who had came in to do her service, I'm like, oh my God, no bubbles, no presentation. Oh. What the heck is going on here? And <laughs> Oprah walks in. She goes in, she walks past me. I'm like, oh my God, so I'm still fouling nails. And then I'm doing a manicure this time. So she goes to put her feet in the water and the water mm. was too hot. Remember what I said, presentation, girl, you better, yeah. you better nail it. From... She said, oh, I said, oh Jesus, the water's too hot, she done burn over. No. <laughs> She's going down, that's it. I'm taking her out, that's it, she gotta go. She's going out. I just sat there and I said, oh my God, and no bubbles in the water? What is going on? I do my everyday clients, man. What? Oh my God. So I went on a mission and I was doing her glam squad, right? So I had been doing her hairstylist, her makeup artist, her dog walker, all I was doing them all, right? Mm -hmm. So they didn't want to share me in a way. I think they kind of wanted to keep me to themselves because it's like, oh my God, if Oprah experiences this, we won't have work. I was Mm -hmm. just worried. Mm -hmm. So finally, after six months of campaigning, I got it. Okay. All right. It looked like the Four Seasons, honey. Bubbles. Bubbles. Two, two nippers, two clippers, two files. Because if it dropped, I didn't want to pick one up, you know, off the ground. Of course. I was mm-hmm. like, no, we're going to lay this out. Towels rolled, lavender essential oil in the water. The bu- It was fabulous. Ugh. Amazing. Hot paraffin. Come on now. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but the best. Here, she said, What? was that i said i know right i don't know what to call it it's just you know it's what i do and she kept two years she kept going back and forth between me hot water girl and somebody else and (laughs) finally she said that's it gloria gloria hot water girl (laughs) only one other person i would i would take somebody out for and that would be like (laughs) on the pope's feet (laughs) you don't want to mess with the pope and i'm not even catholic okay so i am I would have said, I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian Baptist, but I would I would take you out if you mess up. You a pope? Yeah, you, yeah. Okay. You gotta go. Yeah, you gotta I'm go. Done. Where can we go? Dalai Lama. I mean, uh, right, yeah. right. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, anyway, so that was it. And she just said, "Only Gloria gonna be doing my feet from now on." And I nearly passed out again. Wow. 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 One. That's step one. Mm-hmm. Step one. And That's then a big step one. I, had on I was going to say, I mean, so this step one was working with Oprah, which yeah. to your point, I mean, open the doors. What yeah, did now, you do once they were open? Now I'm stuck. I'm confused. Lord, you put me here. What do you want me to do now? Lord Jesus, what do I do? Mm-hmm. So whenever I'm servicing a client, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to bother them because I want them to enjoy it. And so remember Mario Tricocci, the no, you can't do it. If I hadn't worked there, if I hadn't worked there, 
I wouldn't have been able to handle Oprah level, uh, uh, Oprah Winfrey level. By me working there, meeting all these celebrities, you know, Jay-Z, the Dixie Chicks, the White Sox, the New York Yankees. I mean, they had a foot, we did them, okay? All of them, <laughs> Jacob Pinky Smith, anybody that was coming into Mario's, honey, that was the place, that was in the Four Seasons building. I would not have been able to do her. And so what I did was I would always like, how you doing? And then look down. Cause I said, if I look at her, I might cut her. So I don't want to cut her and get nervous. Yeah, yeah. So I just want to sit there, look down, just get into it. So one day I said, I think the, the salon was, uh, no, 2009, she sent me to do Stedman's feet. I'll never forget. So Gloria, I want you to go to our house and do Stedman's feet. Can you do it? I said, absolutely. <laughs> Make his favorite pie. Okay. How am I going to get the pie? Pie's going to be mm -hmm. delivered here. It's going to be flown oh, in. Deep dish, sweet potato pie. I took the pie home. I treated it like baby Jesus. <laughs> like, this pie better not fall. In the name mm -hmm. of Jesus. If that pie had fell, I probably wouldn't be sitting here now. So I go to the house and I uh, service Stedman, but she wasn't there. And so I sat down and, I, and as soon as I sat down, the phone rang. She said, happy birthday. I said, in the name of Jesus. That's why I freak out if I'm like two minutes late for something. <laughs> like when I was freaking out with y'all, like, oh my God, you know, trying to find out. I, I get real freaked out. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, what's going on? So that was it. And so Stedman looked at me. He said, what are you doing with this scrub and this, what, what is all this? I said, mm -hmm. oh, that's what I do. I do. I do that for my clients. I mix. Oh. Okay, why is he mm -hmm. talking to me? This is Oprah's boyfriend. Why is he talking to me? I was here <laughs> to service his pedicure for his birthday. Why is he talking to me? Jesus, tell him to be quiet. So he kept talking. <laughs> and he said, listen, you need to figure out a way to put you in a jar. How do you put mm -hmm. you in a jar? Don't name it Gloria because nobody will remember it. We know you're Gloria, but you got to figure out a name. I'm thinking, why is he telling me this? So there's a book called Building Your Life Brand by Stedman Graham. Hmm. And uh, it talks about brands and he talks about different brands, Ralph Lauren, you know, Oprah's brand, how it, how he pivoted with her brand and all this and that. Two years later, moving forward, two and a half years later, 2012, now it's time for the show to end. Mm -hmm. I'm okay. freaking out. Like, oh my God, what am I going to do? This is what it was. Ooh. So I asked her, I said, took a deep breath and I said, um, Miss Winfrey, can I ask you a question? She said, yeah, and I was like, oh, Jesus, I'm going to ask a question. So I had to get to the point. I just said, when did you know you wanted to be a, a talk show host? She said, no, I want mm -hmm. to be a journalist. She said, Glory, whenever it's, you're trying to figure out who you're supposed to be, go with the feedback. Listen to what people tell you. Uh, and I said, what do you mean? She said, what do they say about you? Just what do they say about you? I said, well, they say they love when I do their feet and massage and scrub the ending, it's all beautiful now. She said, well, if you had to choose which one, which one you, cho you choose to focus on, nails or feet? I said, feet. She said, why? I said, because I know I can make a difference with their feet through reflexology, the pressure mm -hmm. point, the oils, the creams, the scrub, all the things that I do. She said, then that's what you should do. But you have to think of the name. I'm like, Jesus Christ, you can't help. She said, no, you. You know how it sounds like you, Grant. Uh -huh. I'm dying. <laughs> you, you're nailing you, it. You have to think of this. I'm like, oh my God, it's got to come from me. Okay. So by the show ending, follow me. The show ends. I mm -hmm. freak out. I have to find that same clientele that I have in Oprah show. The clientele mm -hmm. that's in Oprah show was like going into heaven. And then at the end of the day, they put you out in hell. So you walk out that door and you're going back to hell. It's like, no. <laughs> 
I mean, come on. You had a chef preparing your meals for the whole company. A chef and her team, a culinary team. You had vegan dishes. You had um, you had pescatarian. You had grilled salmon. You had asparagus. And you paid like four or five dollars. I mean, who pays that? And that was like, <laughs> just trying to keep it going. You know, it was amazing. Coffee, tea, nah, just go over and get you some. Nah, don't worry about it. And then I got to go back out there. You can say things in front of them that you trust ain't going nowhere. But between where you at, then you go out that door, all hell break loose, right? So anywho, that's where it was. I went out to Naperville, Illinois, and I went a little further. I went to Barrington, Illinois, where all the rich, rich uh, housewives are. So I went out there because someone referred me for Mario to work in her salon, makeup for the show ending. Like, God, everybody had a nanny. Everybody I hadn't even heard of nannies until I went up there. So when I was trying to think, my God, it was happening. I was doing their feet out there. People were crying. I guess because I was the only little black girl out there. They were like, oh my God. They were crying and feeling open. Like, oh my God, what's going on around here? And I mm-hmm. thought, is the, is, the, is the salon built on something sacred or what? <laughs> but just think about this. The only people that gave me the time to work on them was Oprah and those housewives out there in, in uh, Barrington. They mm-hmm. gave me the time. My first investor in Foot Nanny, okay, I skipped. I'll go back to that. It was in Barrington, but we'll, we'll go there. So anywho, I said Nanny. So she said, you got to think. So one day I, I had wound, wound the windows down. I was riding out there and I was thinking. And I was hearing Oprah's voice saying, you got to do what people say about you and what do they say? And Okay, so I went who takes care of people? Doctors, nurses. Blah, blah, blah. And I went babysitters and I said, nanny. And it, <gasps> it hit me. I felt mm. it. I felt that open mm. moment, yeah. that thing, mm-hmm. you know, that, that thing. Uh-huh. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then I said, okay, so what would you rather do better than either one? Which one? Nails? Which one you feel better at? I said, well, nails are easy. Manicures are easy. I, I love doing it, but I prefer feet. So I went feet, foot. Then I put the nanny with it and went on. And when mm-hmm. I put it together, I nearly had an accident. <laughs> and when I got to my phone, when I actually stopped and I Googled on my phone to see, nobody had that name. I said, oh, my, Oof. Oh my God. Then I to be. Legal, legal Zoom saved my life, honey. Ah. The man, honey, Legal Zoom saved my life. I was afraid <laughs> to tell a lawyer because a lawyer would have told me. That's mm-hmm. a good name. Come on, Foot Nanny. It's a good name. It's a, it's really a great good name. name. I locked mm-hmm. it down. So that's how it all came. And then when I wow. thought of a few weeks later, I went back to do her feet and uh, she said, so um, I said, here's your box. I gave her a t-shirt but to say thank you. I had the t-shirt on. She said, oh, but nanny, oh my God, I love it. She said, do you own the name? I said, yes, I own the name. <laughs> I, mean, I listen to you. I listen. They may not listen, but I listen. She said, oh my God, let's do a video. And that's how it happened. And so the, oh. video, the video went from Twitter to, you, uh, to uh, Yahoo. And then from Yahoo, I got all these emails, mm-hmm. tons and tons of emails. And you don't get that kind of stuff now. All this like and comment, people don't even yep. comment. The emails was like, you know, my mom is a diabetic, my this and that. How do you do that? What's a foot nanny? Oh my God, we want what Oprah had. Oh my God. When she, she produced me, it was like maybe a three times. She said, Gloria, no, no, no. Turn the light. I'm like, oh my God. She said, take the light and turn it. I took the light and turned it this way. And so, okay, now sit like this. Now lean over. I said, okay. She said, okay, no, nah, it's not right. I said, what you want me to do? So men, men, <laughs> I call it Ms. Winfrey. Me and Ms. Winfrey, we're sitting there trying to direct this. And I, I'm thinking all I wanted to do was say thank you. 
and mm. asked for permission to say her name on on my bio on the website with this mm-hmm. this lady um had told me to ask for her before she launched the website yep and she said you ready and i said yeah i'm ready okay let's go we don't say no i said yeah i'm ready so she hit the button when she hit that button it was like jesus opened up the windows of heaven and i felt it what that was i don't know but as i left the doorman at the building was saying Hey, I just saw you on Oprah's Twitter. I took off running. No way. Woo! It was, everybody was calling me. My phone was rocking. I was driving like, oh my God, what just happened? And so I took all of that feedback because she said, what did she say? Work off the feedback. What do they say? When they mm-hmm. first launched her show, they didn't know what to go with. So they went by the feedback. And I think that's what a lot of people miss now. They don't go by the feedback of things. They just kind of throw this stuff out there. Mm-hmm and it don't work and that was it and so I started building a brand from that and I already had it in my soul what I was doing but that was just a a, a check mark to say you're on the right path but that caused so much it was a lot of stuff happening behind the scenes you know people would say certain things and charge me a certain rate then they would find out about her and it's like oh it's gonna be triple yeah yeah. It took me years to get a daggone box for my product to be in. It took it took years to be like, well, mm. why do you have a box? Because every time they would Google me, they would find out about it and then charge me more. So yep. now all the things that are happening now, Shopify, Vistaprint, saving my life, everybody. You can just go do 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 pop a box. <laughs> what was this back then? But that's okay. Right, exactly. I mean, it's all a learning experience, right? We evolve and grow and yeah. have new technology at our fingertips. Yeah, they found out your brother's Brad Pitt girl bad. You done. You <laughs> <laughs> bad, nothing. They're like, oh, charge it three times. Oh, four times. <laughs> so we want to get into more about the foot nanny in a sec. But I mean, now that you've pioneered this space, you were the one that was at the forefront of this. What yeah. is your advice in the style of Ms. Winfrey for other entrepreneurs and especially black ladies that are out there trying to make it happen for themselves? What do you sort of have for them in terms of advice? Well, what advice I have is sit down one day, one weekend. If you don't know a lot about your family structure or what, what happened, dig into it. Whoever the matriarch is in your family, find out why am I so good at this? And why do I have this determination to, you know, just say, I don't know, we'll just make up something. Why, why do I have a determination for, uh, to love pets so much? Why do, all of those things are not a mistake. That's mm. like something that somebody did in your family somewhere, your auntie, your uncle, the crazy, crazy uncle over there, somebody did it, right? Find, ask the questions, ask the questions, mom, dad, uncle, auntie. You know, aunties know a lot of stuff. People forget about us. The aunties, if you ask your auntie the truth, she'll she tell knows. You. She knows. She'll tell you who your real daddy is, and she'll tell you also <laughs> who your real hope I'm not hope your show is. Am I on track with your show? Because I'm really going. Mm-hmm. You are. You're right I on track. Know, right? More the volume's up. So I would say look into your look into your soul and, and things that you will do naturally that the Oprah thing, she says, you would do it for free. Mm-hmm. Don't copy because it's the thing to do. But if it's the environment like now, we have earth friendly, cleanliness, all of that. (laughs) Go with what the PR of the world is. You know, what they're promoting. 
I was always going against that. And, and that was just something I, I knew I had something, but the thing that I went against and I was like, no, it should not be like that. Your tools, if I have a chain of foot nanny salons, everything that we use on you will be thrown away. Then I kept thinking, I can't throw it away. I got to recycle it. How am I recycling? But mm -hmm. those thoughts will happen because now there's a company called Green Circle Salons in Canada that actually does that. They didn't exist four years ago. Nope. Totally. They do now. Mm-hmm. So now I can send all those things out to them. They can handle the recycling. So go with what you feel that you love to do, not because somebody else did it. Copycat. That's for all women, you know? I got goosebumps. I know you're saying yeah. that it's off topic, but like that was, that was really powerful. So thank you for sharing that. So um, what's next? I mean, I could imagine that you've, you're, you're brewing up some more ideas in that head of yours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, listen, I have been saying for years that there's got to be another level of manicure, pedicure. It's got to be another level. It's got to be a level where it's a necessity, mm. not a luxury. Foot care is a necessity, especially after what we just went through. So I own this one brand. It's a little logo I do for people. It's called, I sent to different salons. It's called Clean Nail Salons, right? And I had this pre-COVID, pre mm -hmm. all this stuff happened. Everybody thought I was crazy. And I said, no, I said, it's going to be, it's clean down to lines and people will take the pledge of cleanliness so people will be happy when they come. So I said, I just need to open one inside of a salon suite. So I have one inside of uh, Beverly Hills salon suite. It's called Salon Republic. And um, it's a foot nanny location. And we are mm -hmm. in salon. And um, it's really crazy how this pandemic has really pivoted me in the right so uh now it's a no-brainer oh when is it open oh what a joint no membership closed nice <laughs> uh, covid test so we give a covid test you know i said if we just get the testing kits i can i can put it in with the membership so now i have testing kits um you know they're out now so i ordered the testing kits the other day they all came i'm like thank you jesus and so with your service you get a test i don't care what you say you get a test right yeah. Do your tests and okay. then um, you get your service. And I feel like people should come once a week if they want to. I feel like if you want a pedicure every week and you might not want a pedicure, you want a foot massage with a knee massage, not just a foot, we can go all the way up to your kneecap. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Look at Jeffrey. Jeffrey I'm ready. No, I'm, 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 what, when we are wrapping here, I'm getting the directions, yeah. I'm making an appointment. It's yeah. going to happen. I'm okay, still. Text me. I got you. Mm -hmm. yep. So the thing is that. My products all have a story. And every time you look at the product, the, the story should precede the product. And I feel like that story has not been, you know, put out there for everybody to know about each one. So I'm really focused on the story of each product, the blend, the essential oils, the healing. So Foot Nanny, Nail Spa, so Foot Path to Carry, we'll clean nail salon. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm doing. So I, I, there's 22 locations here in California that I want to put them in. Wow. That's time to negotiate rent. You know, it's Woo. and then I want to put them across the U S. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's hire amazing. Yeah. Hire the nail techs, give them a career. Yeah. You know? yeah give them some benefits. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's cute. So that's it. So the <laughs> salons will be also retailers too. So it's all in one. 
Yeah. So talk great. to us a little bit about the product. So for folks that don't know, what are the heroes of Foot Nanny? What is that story that you're trying to, to let people okay. know about? What people need to understand is when you're selling a product that's online, you need to know who your customer is. And you also have to look at where the emails are, I'm sorry, where the addresses are coming from, what the orders are they're ordering. So I needed to know who the men were and who the women were. I couldn't mm. figure out who the men were, who the women were. So I started list, looking at what they would write and email me. My husband loves this. Oh my God, I bought this for my daughter. She's just had a baby. And I'm thinking, oh my God, a pregnant woman wouldn't want to smell all this. It's, it's too strong. Let me do mm. mommy light. So I did mommy light. So it's mommy peppermint, mommy lavender, unscented. Then I said, okay, you know what? I'm just going to put the word man on the jar. I'm going to slap it on the jar, see what happens. Oh my God. Now it's like, she'll order a lavender and now she mm-hmm. man eucalyptus, man tea tree. You get me? That's how I create. Mm-hmm. I to do with my past, the story, but that those products have to go for the customer. Now I have diabetic line. My mom was yeah. diabetic. I know how to work that. You get me? You follow me now? Mm-hmm. Following you. My, the top sellers are lavender, peppermint, tea tree, uh, eucalyptus, and uh, unscented. Those are my top ones. Those are the ones that people know. It's a no-brainer. When you get in the mail, you want to smell it. And, you wanna, it's, and it's very, we try to stick with the same essential oils so that the person and, and make it stronger. Because the chemist that helps me, I said, you know, Fahad, I know you're having a moment, but um you need to go a little stronger because I had a couple of ladies that said they could barely smell it. You got to go a little stronger. He said, okay, okay. He thinks I'm crazy, but he loves me. <laughs> so each, each cream is different. So I did, uh, I have creams. I have uh, foot soaks because, you know, my daddy soaked my mother's feet. Yep. Mm-hmm. I have a scrub. I have a couple of scrubs, um, but my buffers, I have rescue buffers. They drop their dry buffers. I have the beast foot bath. The beast is something, baby. If you don't have no bad feet, don't mess with it. That's for the new Jack City. Oh my God. He cut me in the bed or she cut me with her foot. <laughs> That sounds serious. And it would need a beast, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm getting so many anecdotes from this interview. I love it so much. Nice box coming. You wait till your box comes. Oh, I I I I tend to walk around barefoot a lot. So, you know, oh. I'm one of those people. Yes, if anyone's trying to get pregnant, I recommend to get your groove on some chocolate. I have put any chocolate foot cream. Woo! And with the strawberry soaking salts, watch it. Watch it. <laughs> Gloria. Easy. I mean, okay. So I was going to say footnanny.com. Amazon. Consumers can buy this. Okay. Absolutely. My, my, my customer is the consumer. 95.0% is the consumer. Five, the other 5% will be for nail mm-hmm. tech because they're more, the nail techs are set in their ways and they have yep. a certain thing they like and you know, I'm not developing a pedicure line. That's because I'm. That's because I'm gonna have a line of foot names salon. So why am I gonna? You know, we got it. Yeah, we got it. You got to right stay on there. the vision. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Speaking of the vision, we got to go back to our roots of yes. the quick, the quick takes by the T's. So just a quick answer. This is just for fun, just to get to know you a little better. Although I feel like we kind of know you like you're, you're, this is for the listeners. This isn't for us anymore. For the listeners. Mm -hmm. All right. So we ask every guest these questions and we want to know your quick take answer. Some are strange questions. So here we go. 
First one up, and I'm really interested to hear your perspective. Bar soap or body wash? My favorite body wash is the cucumber body wash by Dove. It's like my lucky body wash. And I like putting the ivory bar soap on my face. All right. It's like this okay. We've never had anyone refer to it as their lucky body wash. So. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. If I run out of that, it's a bad day. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now people All know right. what to get you. Yes. All right. What What are you streaming right now? Whether it's podcasts, Netflix, music, what are you into? <laughs> um, I'm streaming Amazon Prime. And I'm streaming Netflix. And what I, I like to look at are all the pandemic documentaries. All right. Mm. Because I feel like I'm going to find some kind of Slick. cure. A cure. cure. Like a holistic <laughs> wellness. Mm. All right. Coming yeah. out. If anybody's going to do it. I, guess I was going to say. It's going to be you. The curve. I got to stay ahead of the curve. All right. I like mm. it. Mm. Okay. We know one. We already know one answer to this. But tell us. One product you cannot live without that's not a foot nanny product. It could be a kitchen gadget, uh, beauty product, wellness, athletic, whatever it is. My my foster grant readers, it's not these. All right. A little lights on them. Oh, Oh. yeah. All right. Foster grant. Shout out right there. Love my peeps. (laughs) Foster grant. Oh, my God. All right. And the last one is advice for those who want to make it to the top of our industry. Find what's missing and uh, listen to, if you don't know what's missing to, and that needs to be created, listen to the feedback from your customers. Listen to what they love that you do. Oh, I love that shampoo. Oh, when you shampoo my scalp, they're talking to you. They're telling you to come up with, a, with some type of treatment for their scalp that they will pay extra for. They're telling mm-hmm. you, oh, can you get another? I would just come in every day if I could get my hair trouble. Oh yeah, listen to them. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And the last one, from your point of view in the industry, who are a handful, a couple of people whose stories that you think our listeners should hear? Barry Maltz, I just uh, met him. He has a book about how to get unstuck. Okay. He has another book. It's like a, a, it's a hundred tips on the business. That is like the Bible. He should have, he, those two books that he has, every business person should have, because if I had known that book, it would save me so much time. Hmm. It it tells you all about the sales tax and what to do, how to do this email. He's old school, but my God, he got it. All right. Barry Maltz. Barry Barry Maltz. Got Mm -hmm. it. All one right. One, that's one, one more. Sure. Yeah. You've got it. Yeah. Come on. Y'all talking. Okay. <laughs> um, another book I would recommend is um, how to open a nail salon with a thousand dollars by moi. Oh, boom. You don't have to be a nail tech to open a nail salon. Just remember mm. that. All right. Your boss that loves getting her nails done or his feet done. I'm ready. Okay. To open the door. You going to open one? I got you. I might, I might have to read the book and then we'll see. I will we'll give a, you a thousand dollars to open the nail salon. Just All right. To- it's on the table here, Jeffrey. Come on with All right, it. New career. <laughs> Boom. I'm calling man cake. I mean, you've got the marketing down already. Gloria, you don't need me. Mm. No, I would just hold you back. No, 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 you the ball. You the ball. <laughs> this was Ooh. fun. This was fun. This was. 
Oh my God. Thank you so much for your time. <laughs> okay. I'm going to listen to some more of y'all shows while I'm waiting. All right. Be sure to hit subscribe, rate, and review, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at Read the Tees. And send in questions to volumeup at thetees.com. Volume Up is a Tease Media production. This episode was produced by Monica Hickey and Stephen Chatterin. Thank you to our creative team for putting together the graphics for this episode, and to Josh Landowski for editing so you can watch and listen on YouTube.